This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What up, listener? We wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this Blue Wire podcast. Be sure to show your support to this pod by subscribing and dropping a five-star review on iTunes, a follow on Spotify, or the appropriate dap for any other platform you might be listening on. And if you're enjoying this show, chances are you'll like one of our 75 other sports podcasts. Find more shows you'll love at BlueWirePods.com. Thanks again for listening, and now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh, where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Uh, let's catch up, Taylor. Let's catch up. Sam, thank you for bringing me cookies, coconut water, butter coffee. We should talk more about chips, buttered coffee for sure. I didn't go to work today. I, I can understand. I didn't why. miss work. I didn't have work. That's no, okay. You were you were here, but I'm still gonna pretend like I just missed. Well, Taylor, let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh, brought to you by Untuck It. And we were just discussing how the end of a season, once the Super Bowl is wrapped up, once we're back from whichever city the Super Bowl is in this year. Of course, it was Miami. It's kind of depressing. It's not even kind of depressing. It's, it's all the way depressing. It's very depressing. It's it's interesting. You throw your life into these we seven just commit. months, eight months. We commit to all of it. And we're so excited throughout about all the stories. But uh, tell me if you feel differently about this, Taylor. I get depressed watching victory parades. Yeah, because it's it's the culmination of an entire season of like, hard work and it signals the end it is it's so definitive and here's the thing there was one victory parade i liked obviously the, the end of the 2017 season no but even i think that, i think you could but, even like look at it differently as well obviously you're excited when the eagles won except it is kind of sad that it the was season the end there is too. over it was but I'll, I'll say this much it's depressing to me for two reasons one like you just said the end two for me more often than not the percentages are just not in your favor mm-hmm. you're watching another team another city it's sort of i don't mind that like i want to watch like i like to see other people happy and excited and celebrating all of their hard work and accomplishment and achievement i I enjoy seeing that but like it what that parade means and what it kind of embodies that it's the end it's like the last post game show it's the last post game. it really is it's the last last comment on the season is right there those incredible speeches those fun moments that's it's, and some people get excited after the Super Bowl. I'm not one of them. No, 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 no. It really is. It, it's, it's, it's almost, I, I feel like we go into a cocoon now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and, what do I do with my life? Yeah, what do I, I mean, what do I? We know that we will be beautiful butterflies <laughs> eventually, but it just, it feels like now we go into the cocoon. I don't know. I don't yeah, really know what no, to do. I, I, I totally feel it. 
but, but it's okay. We still no, have a lot to talk about. There, there's so much to talk about. And let me say this much. As sad as we are, we are happy. For the Chiefs. For the following people. Let's just scroll it on the screen here. But I mean, we're happy for Andy Reid, Patrick Andy Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Mahomes, Tyron Matthew, Mecole Hardman, go dogs. Absolutely. Mecole, who, by the way, we'll get it eventually. We had quite a moment with Mecole. We did. We did. We'll put it up on the... We'll we put it up on the up. IG and Twitter. Yep. At Let's Catch Up NFL. We'll get that out there for sure. Nicole, what a great, fun spirit he is. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, well, he, he went just, to Georgia, so. I, I get it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go Tigers, yeah. by the way, LSU. Go um, dogs. But, yeah. you, you mentioned Tyron Matthew. I, I saw the incredible pregame speech he had given before the Super Bowl also. Mm-hmm. What a leader he turned out to be. They, in fact, the Chiefs had tabbed him as their MVP for the season, was Tyron Matthew. That When they oh, just wow. had their internal awards for the team they had given it to Tyron and obviously he had such an influence on this team, but I'm also, I'm happy for Steve Spagnuolo also. I, you know, there's, there's so many people and so many stories within the chiefs that we're happy for, but overall, yes, it, it is sort of <sighs> sad mm-hmm. for us. We kind of have to give a deep sigh. And it's also, especially coming back from Miami where you're going a hundred miles yeah. per hour oh, every wow. single day. And by the and way, great job comes to a complete halt. NFL honors. Fantastic job. Thank you. Sports Thank Illustrated you. party. Way to crush it. Um, you had quite. It was, it was chilly out there. It was. It was very chilly out there. Although we had a lot of fun we together on, on opening Monday night. night Sam opening was night. the MVP coming to save me and help me. And that was solid. I was like your little jolt of. I did talk coffee. to Jimmy Garoppolo. You, we had we had quite a moment with Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh. So let, okay. So let's go to this. So still obviously, blushing about that. Obviously, we have to discuss. The game itself. This is our big moment afterwards, after it's all said and done. And and speaking of Jimmy Garoppolo, I just might as well play yay or nay. That's what people love that we do here. So, Taylor, Jimmy Garoppolo was a disappointment in the Super Bowl. Yay or nay? Nay. Okay. I know that everybody's saying yay. He there was a, a disappointment. That, yeah. But if you look at the entire season as a whole... This is a quarterback who took his team to the Super Bowl. This is a quarterback who, for the through the first three quarters, was playing very well. Fourth quarter, sure, he didn't play great. But I'm going to bring this back to several other quarterbacks throughout the season. Every single quarterback on all 32 teams have had a bad game. Lamar Jackson in the playoffs had a bad game. The league's MVP. And obviously and you can't really way, compare those two players because they're very different. But... but you this just narrative said something really interesting, by the way. I, I want you to continue. I just want to say one thing. You brought yeah. up a great point. It was really one quarter that he was bad. There was only one quarter. And, and frankly, Patrick Mahomes was bad for two quarters in mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. I mean, the first half for Mahomes was not very what, good. The third quarter Patrick wasn't Mahomes, very good for him. Patrick Mahomes, his ability to come from behind and play from a deficit is... Unlike well, we've else. never He's we've never X-Factor. we've never seen anything like it. Mahomes was five and zero when trailing by double digits this season. That's crazy. Three times in the playoffs. With, he finished the Super Bowl game with two hundred eighty six yards passing, twenty nine yards rushing, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. And it was, by the way, one touchdown and two interceptions with about eight minutes to go in that game. So mm-hmm. I mean, it was a much different story in the end. But but continue on Garoppolo because I know first of all you had a great moment with Jimmy. At opening night. Both quarterbacks really impressed me opening night. You were there with me. Yes. We spoke to Patrick and Jimmy. You came up with a great question for Patrick Mahomes, (laughs) which was, when you were a little kid, were you dreaming more about being in a World Series game or a Super Bowl? And he said, oh, easy, hands down, World Series. Wasn't that interesting? I loved his answer on that, authentic in the moment when so much was being screamed at him. But he really did take a beat to look right at you and say, no, it was the World Series for him. But, But back to Garoppolo quickly, because like you said, so many have talked about Garoppolo as being a disappointment in this game and potentially for the Niners. I heard something very interesting today 
Greg Cosell told Colin, remember that this is actually the first full season of Garoppolo as the Niners quarterback, and they're in the Super Bowl. I mean, no matter what, that's a special season. And they're coming off of four wins the season before, Taylor. Mm -hmm. So Jimmy Garoppolo, not a disappointment. Not a disappointment. That's not fair. Not at all. So then then I'll follow up with this for you. I think that's uh, something that, unless you want to do a yay or nay. is that I have one one more fairly Jimmy related. Okay. Which is, there's also criticism on the Niners, really towards Kyle Shanahan, but a little on Jimmy also, upset with the way the first half ended. That the Niners have the ball. They've got their timeouts. There's a minute to go. It's a tie ball game. And they throw the long pass to Kittle. They're out of bounds with six seconds to go. Then the pass interference call. They kneel on the ball. They go into halftime with no points. Did you have an issue with either Kyle or Jimmy there with the way that first half ended? Yay or nay? Yay. I think that when you could, when you are driving the ball down the field, you're trying to score before the half is up. Why are you not calling timeouts to stop the clock? Why are you letting it run like that? You, we were, when we were talking about this earlier, you said, oh, well, it kind of worked because he did get the ball to Kittle with six seconds to go. But you can't rely on that. You can't rely on that one play working. Yes, you're trying to stop the Chiefs from getting the ball back. But that shows the bigger issue there, which is that you don't have confidence in your own. Interesting team or your own defense to stop the chiefs it just doesn't make sense to me you know when you have the opportunity to score you score so and you control the clock in order to do so i think differently than you on this i love your conviction for this and you're saying they absolutely made a mistake there Mm -hmm. that they needed to show the rest of the team we've got the confidence in both sides of the ball to both go for it on offense and if we have to put the defense back out there we know that you will stop him I think that's interesting. I just want to make this point first, which is I like the mentality of we are going to take a quick strike and we're not going to give Mahomes the ball back because had there not been pass interference, and I understand that the two biggest letters in all the sports are I and F, if you can't take away the if because obviously the pass interference was called, Mm -hmm. but if the pass interference had not been called, that was a completed pass down the field to Kittle to put you squarely in field goal range or at the 10-yard line with six seconds to go, and you've got three points, and Mahomes doesn't see the ball. And it was an advantage, and it was a quick strike, Mm. and you did the right thing by letting the clock run down. Uh, No. Have more confidence in your defense then. I like what you said there. I haven't heard that from anyone else, Taylor, actually. Because what I've heard... What you focus on is being able to score yourself. What I've heard is, oh, you didn't have confidence in your offense, but I like what you're saying. No. You didn't have confidence in your defense to stop Mahomes. I think it's both. Well, it's interesting, though, to what you're just saying, because this was the best defense in football this season. I understand the Patriots had the number one scoring defense, but when you look back at it, really, the Niners had the aggressive defensive front. They were the formidable defense. Ask Aaron Rodgers how the Niners' defense looks. That was a scary defense all season. And the defense played great all season until... Played all played great the all fourth season quarter. plus three quarters of the Super Bowl. When they were just worn quarters. out. They were just worn out. Patrick Mahomes pulled a rabbit out of his hat and did something that really no other quarterback I could see this season doing. And after struggling for those first three quarters, just made it look easy as anything. Well, he hadn't thrown an interception in the playoffs before the third quarter of the Super Bowl. So the Niners clearly showed him something he hadn't seen all season. All right, so speaking of Mahomes, I got another yay or nay for you. Patrick Mahomes didn't 
deserve the Super Bowl MVP, yay or nay, Taylor? Nay, of course he did. There's not even anybody else on that in the vicinity. Well, it's interesting that you say that. I just want to quickly comment that over the course of the days since the Super Bowl ended, I have read a lot about other potential MVPs of the Super Bowl. Damian Damian Williams Williams. deserved the MVP. Chris Jones deserved the MVP on the defensive side of the ball. Kelsey had a tremendous game. You're saying squarely. Sammy Watkins made that separating play. Absolutely. I mean, Tyreek Hill makes the catch on third and Mm -hmm. 15, which turns out to be really, you could say, the biggest play of the game. You're saying forget it, everybody. It's Mahomes all the way. It's Mahomes. The difference maker in that game, the reason why they won is Patrick Mahomes. It's so true. And and I want to say something else. Damian Williams was excellent early in the game. And of course, he had the the ceiling touchdown at the end, and so he was really he was sort of the capper on it in a way, and and certainly commendable for a team that was not known for running the ball all season. So that was a spectacular Super Bowl performance for Damian Williams, and really just the running game in general for the Chiefs. But like you said, it comes down to Mahomes. I just want to say one thing quickly. I was most impressed with Mahomes Taylor, not necessarily for the end of the game. I thought Mahomes running and picking up Mm -hmm. first downs and sacrificing his body early in that game when the Niners were not giving them chunk plays. I think he was just trying to figure out. No, I agree. I I like that. I like that take. And I think that hands down his ability to come back when they are behind and kind of figure out a way he sits there and he kind of figures it out and reads these defenses for the first couple quarters and he doesn't get freaked out or feel like scared that he's got to take it all into his own hands he kind of figures out a game plan and he's strategizing I feel like the entire time I feel and like then waiting was, for the perfect opportunity to right. strike I feel like he was biting his tongue early mm-hmm. in the game right he's looking around he's and figuring of, out what he needs to instead do instead of forcing it he's biting his tongue and just taking the little yardage that he can here and he's just barely running for a first down there he's making all these little plays that not only kept them in the game I mean think about it they're tied 10-10 going into half that defense out and the Chiefs defense also played again over their head for what we thought. Well, we've we've been saying it all year that we think that the Chiefs defense is you are obsessed with Steve Spagnola, but he's the difference maker. The Chiefs defense has been the difference maker for this team. Their offense was always great, even last year. But the reason why they are here in the Super Bowl and why they won the Super Bowl is because their defense made that drastic of an improvement. Their defense held on in the end. This is a twenty to ten ball game in the fourth quarter. They don't let up anything in the fourth. And of course, Mahomes then goes on to score three touchdowns. The defense played a role there. And so many people are putting this all on Garoppolo. But the defense was making stops again and again. This Niners offense, this run game that had absolutely run up and down numerous teams throughout the season. Obviously, Mm -hmm. the Packers in the NFC Championship game. And look what happens in the end. The Niners, everyone's putting it on Shanahan why isn't he running the ball more because they're not running effectively that's why the Chiefs are stopping them Colin made the point they really tackled well throughout that game Mm -hmm. and it's not something and even Colin said it it's not something that you're going to hear a lot no one's going to be praising the tackling it's tackle football that's what you're supposed to do but they were stopping the Niners at what they do best and that was so impressive to me but I like what you said about Mahomes He's clearly the MVP in this game. Don't get it twisted. Don't try to talk to me about anybody else because Mahomes proved to not only be last year's MVP, 
but this year, the most important MVP that you want to be at the end of the season, which is the Super Bowl MVP. But look at this. I mean, Mostert runs for 58 yards. Debo Samuel, who is a big part of their running game. We know that even though he's a receiver, 53 yards. Coleman, 28. I mean, they held them in check. Everyone yeah. thought through the game, oh, well, the Niners had them right where they wanted them. The Chiefs didn't let the Niners run away with this game. Ask the Packers if they'd like to be tied 10-10 going into half with the Niners. They didn't score a point on them through two first halves playing them this season. So I, I thought the Chiefs, again, incredibly commendable, both on defense. Don't forget that. They made one significant change in the offseason. Defense. They brought in, in Spagnolo to run this defense, and they won the Super Bowl, I think largely because of that. I mean, Mahomes was truly spectacular, but the defense really in the end. All right, I've got one more for you. And this is based on something I heard Nick Wright say. But I, I got to ask you this, Taylor. Patrick Mahomes is a Hall of Famer, yay or nay? Yay. Yay, already with yay. what he's done. Already with what he's done. Uh, you know, some people would tell you that it's crazy to think about it this Youngest soon. player to win Super Bowl MVP. And he's the youngest player to both have an MVP and a Super Bowl MVP mm-hmm. at this point in his career. And it's true. If you were drawing up somebody's career. He's he's a leader. He's going to be the face of a, he's going to be the, one of the faces of the NFL for years to come. Take it a step further. Who's the face of the NFL right now? Patrick Mahomes. Look around. It's him, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is him. And I told you this, Taylor. I said, we will remember this football season for Lamar Jackson. And in so many ways, we, we will. And, the, and we, I said it. They are the regular season champs in every way. We said it before the playoffs started. But Patrick Mahomes is the... But Mahomes put that stamp and in a way by winning Super Bowl MVP and having been last year's MVP for the moment, you sort of forget about the in-between where Lamar Jackson was the best player in the game. Oh, totally. But now, does this lead for Lamar to win MVP, league MVP... And then next year, will he be the Super Bowl MVP? It's interesting. CBD. Now we don't. Right, we don't want to make. We're not going to make our way too early Super Bowl predictions this week. Just yet. We're, we're going to. We're still it. going to be here every week, guys. We, don't we worry. Are, we are still going to. No do reason this. for you all to shed tears. No, no, no. Like no, we have no. been. We have been shedding tears. And by the way, we are brought to you today by Untuck, Untuck it. it. And by the way, I, I am tucked in today, but I have I have many shirts from Untuck It that we just we let them we let them hang out. That's mm-hmm. what they're, they're designed for. That. And by the way, go to untuckit.com. Use the code word BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's untuckit.com, promo code BLUE for Blue Wire. And let them know, let's catch up, sent you there. And they really are the best shirts, the best fit. They're they a big they're difference doing. maker. They know what they're doing. Don't, Ladies, don't look sloppy and I know that you know when you can tell that your guy is wearing an Untucket shirt. Yes, and we looked spectacular at opening night, by the way. <laughs> was, we did. No, we absolutely did. There was a lot. I mean, there were a lot of untucked and unkept, but we looked. But we, we were, were, we we were tucked. We were quite on point. So, yes, let's catch up, Taylor. We will again, and we will still be chatting with you once a week because, I mean, the NFL it really never Why stops. Why not? It, it just it doesn't stop. But we are sad. I just I, I know this is supposed to be a celebration, but I am just a little sad. We'll get some fun guests on this summer, too. Yes. Yes, we will. For this offseason. All right, Taylor, let's catch up. Let's catch up. Thank you.